0: Don't know the power of the dark side.
1: I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man.
0: Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it
1: some style? Hello and welcome to episode three of Just Like in the Movies, brought to you by gkmedia.ie. We are looking at the Netflix movie Extraction today. We're back looking at Normal People, which is on RT, BBC, 3 and Hulu. We're also talking about Ryan Murphy's new TV miniseries called Hollywood with an all-star cast. We'll also be looking at what is making the headlines in the world of entertainment this week. Joined as always though by Lisa Tracy. Hi
0: Lisa. Hi Gary.
1: And Dave Coyne. Hi Dave. Hi Gary, how's it going? Good, good. Wasn't that a really enthusiastic hello to both of you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm feeling the love, yeah. Okay, let's kick off uh, and go straight to the news that broke during the week about the 32nd edition of the Galway Film Fla, saying that it will not proceed as planned. I suppose the writing was on the wall, but when headlines like this do hit, it is disappointing to see that the Film Fla will not be going ahead as originally planned this July.
2: Yeah, to say that I'm disappointed would be an understatement. Obviously, the Fla is a calendar event for me I I always take time off from work Uh, as many people would know I used to work at the Film Fla and the Film Fla and its crew has a special place in my heart and my heart goes out to them I'm very disappointed obviously you know there's people in the world getting sick and worse from this uh, virus and we all have to get on with it but it still is a disappointment and um, I'm a bit saddened by it I gotta be honest
1: I mean, for movie buffs, the FLA, it is our Cheltenham, it is our Galway races, it is our, our World Cup, if the World Cup was on every year. But it is the big event where at, at times, and you will testify to this, Lisa, as well, it's kind of, it's the one time of the year that you actually get to see the same people. You know, you only might get to see them once a year and it's at the FLA.
0: Yeah, it's it's like a reunion every year of uh, of lost souls, shall we say, <laughs> who all find their find their heart in the movies. Yeah, it's, it's a great, a great event with lots of mingling afterwards after each show. But, um you know, they've they've plans apparently down the road. To, well, I don't know whether this is true or not, but, you know, to maybe have the shorts online or something like that. I'm not too sure. But, you know, they could have some sort of a type of event. I know other festivals are doing that kind of a thing. It maybe it isn't all dead in the water.
1: Yeah, because they're still accepting short films. And, and Dave, you were saying that the Courch Literature Festival was a huge success online this year.
2: Yeah, uh, Courch, uh, their director, uh, Sasha de Bull, she did a great job uh, bringing it online and it went down a storm. I didn't get a chance to experience any of it because I've been working very hard in my day job. You know, it'd be interesting to see what can happen. Um, the logistics of, you know, getting producers, directors and actors to maybe do um, intros of film and then have them screened. You know, it's it's a bit tricky, but I don't know. Uh, the fly has a lot of talented people, and we'll see what happens.
1: I was saying to my my loved one at home that, you know, maybe they could just stream the films online or something like that. But she was saying, and it is true, and it's what we were saying at the start. Uh, the fly is more than screenings. It's. You know, you, you have your big stars from the screens there. You've Q and A with the cast and crew after an Irish premiere. You know, you're you're mingling with the editor of a movie you saw two days ago. Hmm. Like it's got all that dynamic to it. It's not just sitting in a in an auditorium watching a movie. You
0: could even yeah. maybe take the if possible, maybe even take the master classes online because I know that there's there's a lot of master classes available online from different um, you know there's the, the actors masterclass and all that. They do that all online, so maybe they could do something like that. You never know.
2: Yeah, but as I said, Gary, you know, uh, it saddens me because, you know, you and I from back in the day, we used to have a couple of pints at the flat and a bit of chat, a bit of gas bagging. Uh, you know, as you said, you could you could literally be you could literally say to somebody, I'm going for a pint to be back in a minute after watching a movie. And you could bump into the director, the editor, the star at the bar, have a chat with them and say, listen, I enjoyed your movie. Or, hey, you know, I thought you'd, your previous movie was better, you know, have, a you know, an honesty and chat and a pint and a bit of crack. And, you know, a few late nights, it's the atmosphere. The FLA is a lot more than the sum of its parts. Mm. And for anybody who has never been to the FLA, uh, you're missing out on something uh, amazing.
1: Well, certainly what will survive for the next while is online streaming. And good news for Ricky Gervais. We were only praising Afterlife last week. Season two has only appeared on Netflix, but they've already commissioned another season.
0: Mm. It's necessary. I think we need to see where this story is going. It only It only got so far
2: it's so often nowadays that they make so much stuff. There's so much stuff out there, but when they make something quality, you really have to give it legs and let it breathe. And I mean, I don't imagine, obviously Ricky Gervais is a big name in Hollywood and in in the entertainment business, so he's expensive in terms Mm. of, you know, pay his paycheck. But no offence to anybody else in the cast or crew, but there aren't a huge amount of expenses. There's no big CGI or stunt choreography or explosions or whatever in that series. So it's a fairly cheap when I say cheap, inexpensive is a proper word. Mm. It's an inexpensive television program to make, and yet it's a very, very high quality program. So I don't see any reason why uh, Netflix wouldn't uh, extend it for another season.
1: And taking it completely outside of Earth, Tom Cruise is making his next movie, In Space, with the help of NASA.
0: Well, he's going home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the aliens are going to arrive, and th- like the, the premise will be, oh, we're shooting a movie, it's, it's all fake, and then it'll be on Sky News Tom Cruise is actually an
1: alien ah.
0: because he
2: he hasn't seen I don't think he's aged since uh Interview with the Vampire you know okay
1: <laughs> in Tom's defence he actually lives a really really healthy lifestyle he doesn't drink alcohol doesn't smoke he's always exercising and see I love Tom as well because I've probably told this before this is like the thing I tell everyone when I meet them strangers on the street that Tom follows me on Twitter ah. so I love Tom <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, I swear. To, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure, sure he's probably talking about you right now, Gary, somewhere. <laughs> I don't really think my tweets are that amazing, but if Tom Cruise wants to follow me on Twitter, that's cool.
0: Wow. You know? That's quite a I did message him before,
1: but he never got back to me. No. Uh, you know. Because the, do you remember he was in Ireland uh, and he was getting some certificate from the government of Irish ancestry or something like that? Oh, yeah. And everyone and anyone wanted to get to Dublin and meet him. I was annoyed that I couldn't. Uh, I don't know what I was annoyed about. I couldn't secure an interview with them or something like that. Or the the PR people doing the interviews weren't getting back to me. But um, Lisa, your cousin actually. She, she met him that time. She
0: did indeed. Yeah. I think it's probably framed somewhere. I would hope so. Well done, Deirdre.
1: <laughs> but did she get to talk to him?
0: Oh, she did. Yeah, they had a big old chat and everything. Although I don't think it was, I think it was more one-sided on his part. Because I, I think she only said something like, you know where or the bathroom is, or something like that. I don't know what she said, but she definitely didn't say what she wanted to say. But, you know, she's been in love with that man since we were like nine. I don't know, since whenever Top Gun came out long time ago. Yeah.
1: In fairness, love him or hate him, it's great when you have people like that out there who are continually pushing the boundaries mm. in filmmaking.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of boundary pushing, uh, I mean, uh, he's been pushing the figurative envelope that phrase pushing the envelope people some people use it and they don't know what it means it basically means that it's an old phrase that pilots used to use when they were testing um supersonic jets and is in i'm pushing the envelope of a the capacity of the aircraft but also the envelope of atmosphere around the planet i'm pushing on it you know wow that's how fast i'm going so he is a proponent of that and um for him to go to space is only the next step because in his pre in his last movie uh, Mission Impossible whatever the hell it was called I can't remember he was amazing the stunts were amazing he he's a pilot and he went and did uh, he helicopter pilot but he went and did helicopter stunt flying lessons mm. trained with the best guys in the world to actually fly that sequence himself so they wow. strapped a camera on the helicopter and said right Tom off you go and he flew the helicopter all by himself cool and did the stunt so. The man is a is a is a legend if you ask me.
1: Let's stay with action movies because on Netflix is Chris Hemsworth's latest feature film called Extraction. Before I dip in with my own thoughts, Lisa, what did you make of Extraction?
0: I thoroughly enjoyed Extraction, I have to say. Um I felt like I was in a video game with people in it, which was um actual people. It was a shoot 'em up kind of movie. It was just like bang-bang the whole time. It was very good. He's he's very built man, I have to say. Very well-built. Fine man. He's not hard on the eye or anything like that. And, uh, you know, they had moments, they had like, you know, sweet moments where he was like showing his like inner demons and what's going on in his life and sharing moments with the kid he's trying to save and you know, it was pretty damn good. And then there's the guy that played the cousin with a broken arm in Monsoon Wedding. I know this is very obscure. His name is, I think it's Randeep Kaur or something like that. Uh, he plays a guy that's trying to kill him and then they end up on the same side. Spoiler alert, sorry. And uh, he's he's excellent in it. It's very good. And, uh, you know, it's...
1: I see you tweeted him, Lisa.
0: I sure did. I just thought I might, you know, give him a little nod.
1: <laughs> did he respond or follow you back? Uh, or not rethink? so
0: far, but you know, it's like there's a time delay. He's in India, you know. He might not have seen it, <laughs> but you know, it's it's a good old it's good old action flick. You know, it's pretty good. I I liked it.
1: What did you make of Extraction, Dave? A movie that probably has a body count of six thousand people.
2: <laughs> Extraction for me was you know it was entertaining, but you know it was a bit stale for me. Mm. um i thought it was it was just a you know action 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 if this movie had been released in 1998 it'd be an all-time classic Mm. Uh, but the fact that this is 2020 it's like right there's nothing here we haven't seen before literally nothing having said that there was one or two shots that on a technical level that only nerds like me who you know operate cameras are even going to notice most people aren't even going to notice these shots But, you know, the actual story was very sparse. It's just, it's kind of almost filled with tropes, you know, gone for a hire with a broken heart because his kid died. You know, that's straight out of like five or ten different movies that I can name right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was little smacks of one of my favourite movies, uh, Vanishing Point, you know, with the flashbacks of the soft focus of the past and all this kind of stuff to give him depth and motivation. A little bit tacked on, but, you know, these are tropes that movie makers use, or rather, used to use Mm. um then of course you know he's self-destructive and he's meditating at the bottom of swimming pools and all this kind of stuff the action is undeniably amazing but obviously first time director sam hargrave he's a he's a stunt coordinator
0: he's a stunt man
2: he's a stunt coordinator this is his first feature film and obviously he has been backed by the russo brothers Anybody know what they made? They made a small little movie last year called Avengers Endgame. <laughs> and you'll never guess you'll never guess who the stunt coordinator on Avengers Endgame was.
0: Oh, it's all the plot thickens. And there
2: you go. So Sam Hargrave he 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 has been um the stunt double for Captain America since 2012. So he's a good stunt guy, and he's been do- he's done all the stunt coordination and direction. And he was he was a second unit director on Atomic Blonde. Oh, you know wow, that yeah, secret. Yeah. All awesome. these you know super high tech fighting sequences with fabulous camera movements, like amazing, amazing choreography. Now my I'm a I'm a bit of a stickler for directors. Like I think everybody thinks they can direct a movie. This guy is an amazing action director and a second unit director. But he's not, in my opinion, yet, maybe he will be, he's not a director. He Like the story elements of this were lightweight, almost tacked on. You know, the beats were... And spoiler alert here, people, Chris Hemsworth gets shot a lot in this film.
1: Whether he dies or not, we
2: don't know. But anyway.
1: I don't think you are in this movie unless you are shot.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's about two people in this movie who don't get shot. Everybody else gets shot six or seven times mm-hmm. and keeps going. But... Like, you know, there's a few tropes that were tacked on. Like there's a, you know, the kid on the roof who, you know, you chop your fingers off and he doesn't and get the bad guy, quote unquote bad guy. He was never really a bad guy, really. He was just a, a kind of a cardboard bad guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was like, oh, get this kid a gun, get his fingers to work or something. And you just knew in that millisecond, he's going to shoot Chris Hemsworth at some point yeah. at a key moment. I just knew it. Mm. And uh, it was just textbook stuff. And even the, even the opening sequence, When it's like blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, I said to myself in my head, three days earlier. And then up up on the screen comes two two days days earlier. earlier. And I was disappointed that I didn't get it right. I was like, oh my God, I'm not as good as I think I was. So for me, it was a bit formulaic. But sometimes, you know, you just want a a cheeseburger and fries. And that's what this movie is. It's a cheeseburger, it's a really good cheeseburger and fries of an action movie. The action sequences are phenomenal. The movie as a whole is decent, uh, but the script is a bit loose and a bit, you know, afterthought-y.
1: Yeah, I think comparing it to the likes of the 80s movies we saw with Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, obviously Chris Hemsworth is a stronger actor, but again, at the same time, I don't think he has the same sort of quirky charm as the likes of Stallone or Van Damme. The action sequences, as you were saying, are amazing, but I think really it's, it's just the story. I mean, it doesn't matter what director you are. I think going in with that weak story, it's very hard to make something Oscar winning out of it.
2: Yeah. And as you said there, the bottom line is, you know, Chris Hemsworth, as Lisa alluded to, he's a very handsome man, very good looking man.
0: Mm.
2: He's not a bad actor, but he's not, in my opinion, he's not the kind of actor you can hang a movie on. You can hang a shirt on him. It'll look amazing. Mm. You can give him dumbbells to lift and he's a handsome man. he can sell perfume, no problem. You put him in an ensemble cast like Avengers, he's amazing. But I personally don't rate him very highly as a, you know, an actor. Whereas charisma of, you know, um, Get Through the Joppa, etc., even with his accent, charisma coming out of his ears, absolute classic. This movie is not going to go down as a classic movie, ever. No.
0: Spoiler alert, there's an Extraction 2 in the works, supposedly.
1: Yeah, so he's obviously... Alive. <laughs> well,
0: there is that blurry scene at the end where the we end, think
1: he might yeah. be, or it's either some pedophile hanging around the swimming pool.
0: Oh, a point of note: <laughs> he also produced the movie, so I thought that was that was that was nice. Fair play. He's moving into the program. yeah, but come on. At the end
2: of the day, if if the the Russo brothers walk into a room and say, "Right, we've got a movie," people just start writing checks because
1: mm. mm-hmm.
2: they produced and directed the biggest movie of all time that made billions and trillions of dollars. So you know.
1: Let's move on to normal people because I have to start off and actually say that I take back whatever negative commentary I made last week about normal people because I watched episode three and episode four this week and I have to say very, very impressed. The characters that didn't seem to move or develop bar within the bedroom in episode two seem to have moved and developed leaps and bounds in episode three and especially episode four. I think this could be a brilliant TV series. This is, I think if you if you're in the UK, you can watch all twelve episodes yeah. now on the BBC Player, which obviously doesn't work in the Republic of Ireland. So we've to kind of take it week by week. But Lisa, what were you, what were your thoughts on it?
0: Um, well, I thought it's still very much in keeping with an Irish coming of age movie. Like you know, I know the way they've they've changed very quickly over the summer, and they're they're now both uh, in Trinity, and he's he's in college and. He seems to be a bit lost, but we see it from his point of view, and he's he's getting there. You know, it's 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 coming along nicely. You know, there was no there was no Joe Duffy moments, no live line worthy <laughs> moments this week, or you know, in the last two episodes in three and four, but uh, there was definitely, um, you know, it's it it felt like you were back in. Two thousand and one, and you were in Dublin, and you were at a college party, and it all seemed very familiar. I was like, "What well, they've they've done it well."
1: Yeah, I could certainly relate to last. N- not that I went to Trinity by any means, but Dave, even you were saying that is Marianne is her name. That she's she's even more feisty now. You can see that the arc of her character. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, in terms of coming of age, this woman has come of age very quickly. I mean, in the first episode, she was like a turtle with two little eyes blinking inside the shell. <laughs> And now she's strutting her stuff, and she's sassy, and she's bossy, and she's, you know, full of beans. Um, you know, maybe that's what a good roll in the hay can do for you. Who knows? But
0: um, <laughs> I think it's more of the fact that she, uh, she got over the roll of hay, and she went to college and found like-minded people, and actually found some friends to relate to.
2: Yeah. No. Obviously, that's it. I mean, I'm I'm kidding around, but know. you know, seriously, she's no, but she's her character has certainly changed, and of course, that's what happens, or what should happen, in a coming of age story. Hmm. A person should start with a character arc of a and end with b or have it evolve into b i think she evolved her character evolved very very quickly but then again you know the time span of the of the show is is fluid
0: mm.
1: yeah i i just think then that episode 2 kind of made Sense when you get towards the end of episode four, where you actually you understand a lot more the depth of of the characters, where they've come from, what they're feeling now, and even towards the end of episode four, it went to those extreme close-ups again on her face. It wasn't there for episode three or for most episode four, but it was back, and it was almost showing that she was back to that time living in Sligo at home, madly in love.
2: I think it's capturing a lot of people's um, attention.
1: Yeah, it hit sixteen million downloads on the bbc player last week wow it's become their most successful show on the bbc player app. wow That well there you go
2: that's that's caliber right there
1: that could be down to episode two though let's be honest uh. <laughs> and finally then hollywood uh ryan murphy is back with a new uh <clears throat> mini series i have to say i was expecting a lot so uh, after episode one i was quite disappointed and then episode two came along because i was binging i did uh, 80 minutes of netflix uh and then all the all the actors who weren't in episode 1 d- decided to arrive uh, and then it got good i found
0: yeah absolutely it's a slow burner of a of a of a start really, but it just, it, it gets better and better each episode. I'm up to four at this stage and uh, oh, wow. it's just, it's like having like a little magnifying glass, not a magnifying glass, some sort of a fortune, you know, that thing with the, with the, with the crystal with ball, the crystal ball into that era. And it's just, it takes you back and it just everything is just so luscious and so beautiful and all the people and it's just, it's just, it's good. But like the the, the writing I think is there to bring it all the way to where it's going to go because I mean it's it's just very very interesting and it's 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 very very real at the same time because if you read biographies of actual actors from that era which I have done a few and it's just it seems it seems like it could be very plausible that these things may have happened so of
2: course they happened Lisa come on
0: well I'm not saying they definitely did happen but they definitely did not happen (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I knew you'd love this, Lisa, straight away mm-hmm. uh, I loved it, it smacks of uh, L.A. Confidential You know, that yes, world yes, that, And know, L.A. Confidential, as we all, we're all in agreement here L.A. Confidential is a, a five-star movie Or, or a ten, ten out of ten, ten movie, out of as ten. we say now And I mean, that, that world, that old Hollywood, classic Hollywood Where it was all, quote-unquote, squeaky clean
0: But a CD uh, underbelly
2: Oh yeah, yeah, mm. and I mean I enjoyed this immensely. Um, the production values are very, very high, even though relatively cheap to perform. You know, get the sweeten brushes out in the street, a couple, couple of old cars, decent costumers, bit of hair and makeup, boom, and you've got a whole new world. I love period uh, pieces because I love, you know, the time capsule element of some of these uh, TV shows. And I thought it was wonderful. This guy, David Coren Sweat, is that his name? Strange name, Corn Sweat, mm-hmm. Sweet, or whatever his name is as Jack uh, Castello, mm. he was excellent. Never heard of him before, never saw him before. Great to see, you know, an up-and-coming actor in a, in a, such a interesting role. And um, I thought it was excellent. Really enjoyed it. The script, as you said, Lisa, is tight. It's rich. Um, and the world is inviting. And
1: it's just fun.
0: Mm. It's Definitely escapism. Like, it's it's glorious in that.
1: Yeah, and I think, in fairness, we have seen different shades of Hollywood down through the years whether it be documentaries or movies but it is a darker shade of Hollywood now that that we've seen before I think on screen and I think it's a poignant time as well for something like this
0: yeah with all the changes that are going they're going through right now and the tilt in the in the world of Hollywood it's nice to see the beginnings I know it's not the beginnings it's like 40 years really after the beginnings of Hollywood but um, it's very very well done I'm really impressed with it
2: I have to say, I thought it was very good. I don't know if it's going to get any legs in terms of uh, renewal or whatever, but certainly for me, it's a good, solid piece
1: of entertainment. Mm. Okay, so there you go. That is Hollywood on Netflix now at the moment. And cinemas are supposed to be open the 10th of August.
0: Yay! <laughs> I
2: I mean, I hope so, but I don't see them doing well because most people aren't going to go to the cinema, me included. Oh, Until there's a vaccine, I ain't going nowhere.
1: If a cinema opens on the 10th of August and they have social distancing implemented, the, the carpets are scrubbed clean and all that, there's no one near you for two or three metres. And you, as a big lover of cinema, are you still going to hold off going?
2: I'd be nervous going, Gary. But obviously, you know, for me personally, I have underlying health conditions. So, you yeah. know, if I get this disease, I'll be in trouble. Uh, Lisa is a billy goat. She'll get it and she'll get a sneeze for twenty ten 10 minutes. <laughs> but I mean, I think it would have to be a very, very, very big movie to make me go to the cinema in this current, envir- uh, you know, environment. And obviously, I mean, I've been asking certain cinemas for for um, assigned seating for years because I'm a bit old school. I like to be able to buy my seat and rock in at the correct time and get into my seat rather than queuing up like I'm getting on an Air, uh, Ryan Air flight. But if there's assigned seating and you can pick your seat well in advance and there's enough social distancing, you know, then maybe. But if there's no virus, if there's no anti-vaccine or uh, anti-virus vaccine for this thing come November, I'll be going to see no time to die in a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, because I think this is the thing that we need to consider as well. It's fair enough for a government to lay out a roadmap of when places are going to open or will be allowed to reopen. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be footfall to those businesses.
2: Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, uh, they could have a Mardi Gras outside of my house tomorrow i'm not going you know what i mean it's it's all about personal preference and uh, mm. you know uh, stock markets and businesses are all based on human confidence so if you're not mm. confident about something when you say oh i'm not confident about the future of petrol-powered cars suddenly the shares in petrol-powered car manufacturers goes down and people go oh no and then things settle down they go oh, i'll invest again it's all about human sentiment and if um you know, if the pub, once the pubs and the restaurants open, there will be people who'll run, literally run, breathless to the pub for a pint, <laughs> and they'll get sick and they'll get pints, and there'll be ones who won't get sick. But there will be certain people, uh, myself included, who won't be going anywhere until there's a vaccine. And um, I'd say there'll be a lot of people in the middle who will be very, very cautious, and they'll want to hear anecdotal stories of, "Oh, I was at the cinema last week, and it was fine." And They'll go, "Oh, really? Great! Jeez, I might go." So.
1: So, it's going to be a a drip feed, I think. Excellent stuff. Okay, well, uh, Dave Coyne, thank you as always. Pleasure. Thank you, Lisa Tracy. No problem. And we look forward to you joining us all again next week for another episode of Just Like in the Movies. Make sure you check out our website, jlitmovies.ie, where we have regular news bites there. You can also uh, catch older episodes and the YouTube versions and the odd time there's competitions as well so you never know might be your lucky day if you bounce over to our website and you can catch us as well on various social media channels until we talk to you again next week stay safe stay sane bye-bye